The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Tuesday. I still have Super Bowl hangover, Max. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I I literally still have a regular hangover <laughs> from the Super Bowl, um, but I mean, such is life. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of depressing, right? It's it's like you know the kids like the day after Christmas is like oh now now there's a full year until Christmas. It's it's like Jesus, this is like I'm counting the days until August until you know football starts coming back around. Uh, and making it even worse is we still don't have baseball officially oh, yet, God. right? I mean, so I mean it's it's February. I, I want I want pitchers and catchers to start reporting, and we got nothing. We got nothing. We got NBA and NHL. This is our lives now. It could only be worse if our last name was Apple. <laughs> What's going on, Sex Panther? It'd be worse if you're Sex Panther. You know, the the DJs don't really get to listen to the pre-show, but I'm I'm taking more of a beating than Eli Apple <laughs> is online. Jeez, uh, sucks to get support anybody, but yeah, Eli Apple. My God, this poor guy. Uh, look, you always got to have a scapegoat, right? And this is the guy, but. And I, look, I don't think he's that great of a cornerback, but he, he's taken an unnecessary beating because who covered Cooper Cup all season long? Yeah, yeah. Is it fair? Is it fair that he's getting beat up so much, Max? I, I mean, it, it is fair because I mean the wide receivers in the league hate him. I think uh, you know, um, it was, it was, who's it? Uh, your boy uh, Hardman, right? Uh, is it Mark Hall Hardman? Um, apparently, Eli Apple is just talking complete trash to him, and and you know. So now it's it's time to get a little comeuppance. But yeah, I, I look at it this way, though. I mean, you know, Eli Apple beat those teams. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I, he had a right to talk. He was beating them. I, I don't know. It just seems like he's an unlikable guy. When he was in New York, I know the Giants locker room uh, wanted to jettison him very, very quickly. He did not make any friends in New Orleans either. So um, it, seem, it seems like he's right at home with the Bengals, though. It seems like they like him and they appreciate what he does in the locker room. But, yeah, he, he got toasted. And I think part of that is, and I think you and I were talking about this off air, is um, what Cooper Cup does that's so deceptive. First off, is he, he blocks really well. He blocks like a tight end or, or, or an offensive lineman. So when he, you know, he, he's positioned to, to look like he's about to do blocking and then cuts real quickly, 
the, the defense is fucked because they think it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to try to pass rush on him, but he just makes this quick cut and he's wide open. And that's how he gets wide open all the time is just, he, he runs routes. I think Matt Stafford says it's, he's the best route runner he's ever seen. Um, and, and he, because he blocks so well, you have to like treat him like a blocker at times. Um, I've never seen it before at a wide receiver, someone that, that blocks like that. So, uh, you know, maybe you'll see some of these wide receivers actually, uh, you know, doing the dirty work to, to then, you know, get open down the road. Um, but yeah, I mean, Eli Apple probably uh, deserved of, of the roasting. Um, you know, Panthers point though. Yeah. A lot of people had a tough time keeping uh, Cooper yeah, Cup, uh, right. covered all season. <laughs> yeah. You weren't the only guy. You were just the last guy. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Let's get let's uh, flip over to it, Max. We're still going to shoehorn in some Super Bowl bets next year. Super Bowl bets. Yeah, are we really betting on this? Or are we just kind of no, we're not betting. Okay, I just, okay. just want to look at it where okay. it is right now. I mean, maybe Panther finds some value on the Packers or something like that. But um, <laughs> I was just interested. You know, it, it is it's a day after. Okay, where are the sports books heads at? Who do they think the favorites are? And um, yeah, we'll kind of go from there. So uh, Arch. Who's who's the favorites at bet three sixty five? It's a two horse race between the Chiefs and the Bills. They're both plus six fifty to win the Super Bowl. Are we surprised? I'm a little surprised at the Chiefs. You, yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you and you were Mister Regression on Josh Allen. Do you? Do you, do you I, I, okay, I think this is a topic that we need to dedicate a whole episode to someday. I do think that uh, all quarterbacks are going to look a lot better next season because of reasons. Because of reasons. Interesting. Reasons. I mean, we, listen, I mean, we, like, I, I think I, I opened the Pandora's box by, by bringing up the, the terrible quarterback play this past season. Right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And, and you and you did the actual dirty work of looking at the, the QBR stats and, and seeing that yeah, there, every quarterback has regressed essentially. I mean, statistically, QBR wise, it's down across the board. Even Aaron Rodgers, who won MVP this year, was down compared to previous Aaron Rodgers seasons. Mm-hmm. That's right. So reasons next year shall improve the QBR. We I believe. think so. Yeah, yeah. We, we we can dedicate a whole show to this one too. Right, that topic. But anyway, back back to this. Um, I, I mean, if you're looking at value on here, I mean, I I don't know. I don't. There's. I mean, I I really I don't see anyone on here that is. Who makes the next big leap? Is it the Chargers? Maybe the Chargers can finally get over that hump. I mean, you already had uh, Joe Burrow make it to a Super Bowl. Maybe, uh, maybe you know, our our boy uh, Herbert can do something that Philip Rivers never did out in L.A. Um, Dallas, no Tennessee. Uh, I mean, right now it looks like the value play probably the fucking Bengals above plus fourteen hundred. <laughs> uh, hard to get back to back to back Super Bowls, right? So. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Panther, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think the Bengals, as we've mentioned multiple times, we, we see who they are and they can only get better. I think some of the other teams that we're looking at, they kind of are who they are. Now, now, to Arch's point, when it comes to Buffalo, Josh Allen, the Josh Allen we saw all season long, wasn't the Josh Allen we saw in the playoffs. If, if he plays like that for a whole season, then we very well could see Buffalo. But I don't see any value there. The value for me, God forbid, probably is on the Cowboys or the Titans. We've got too many question marks with these other teams, right? Denver, we don't know who the quarterback is. Arizona, there's a feud going with Kyler Murray. 
Indianapolis Colts could be in a quarterback situation. The Browns are in a quarterback situation. The Raiders, there's just so many questions here. I, I don't know how you could really jump on any of these teams uh, with any confidence unless you were just literally taking a flyer that, hey, Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver or something crazy like that. If I'm going to circle a team and think, hmm, maybe something, maybe something can happen over there, I'm looking at the San Francisco 49ers at plus 1200. Be- because you figure maybe Trey Lance pushes them over the top. Maybe yes. he's got, he, maybe he's got that um, Patrick Mahomes type uh, impact, like, like when, when they moved on from Alex Smith, right? And, right. and they were a good team. Yeah. But I mean, Alex and Smith I, was having a, a career year. He was, no, absolutely. And that's why they kept Mahomes on the bench. Jimmy G, not so much. I mean, but Jimmy G. I, Maybe we can dedicate a whole episode to Jimmy G because, <laughs> because I, I feel like he I'm not to say he gets a bad rap. He gets the rap that he deserves, but he's not a bad quarterback. There's bad quarterbacks in this league. I would not put Jimmy G amongst the bad quarterbacks. He's I feel, I feel golf quarterback. coming up. I feel golf coming up somewhere. I, I, but the first thing that came up to my was Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you can do better, but you can do much worse. I, you know, I, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I 100% agree with you. So I think, yeah, may, maybe that's it. But you know, to Panther's point about the Arizona Cardinals, plus 2,500, that reeks of like, yeah, we do not know what the fuck's going on with their quarterback right now. We do not know if he's staying or, or leaving. So we're just going to price ourselves because I think if if he's there, if Kyler Murray's there, that team des- deserves to be like right up there, you know, with, with I'd say Tennessee, Dallas, like in that area, if, if Kyler Murray's going to be there. Uh, without Kyler Murray, they should be much lower, right? You'd think they'd be in the Giants, Jacksonville, Jaguars territory oh. without Kyler Murray, you know? So I guess my point is, this is the book saying, we're going to put them smack dab in the fucking middle, <laughs> just in case here, you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean, so, so many quarterback questions. We don't know. Uh, like who, who ends up in New Orleans? Don't know. Um, Baker Mayfield seems to be still the guy in Cleveland. We don't know. Um Team that I I want to keep an eye out on sneaky value, maybe not for the Super Bowl, but a team that I want to keep an eye out on is the Minnesota Vikings. And the reason I want to keep an eye out on the Minnesota Vikings is because uh, their new head coach, uh, Kevin O'Connell, offensive uh, coordinator, a former offensive coordinator for for the Rams. Um, Who's the quarterback for Minnesota? Currently, currently it's Cousins. Yeah. Um, what, what, what tree does, does Kevin O'Connell fall from that Washington commanders Shanahan tree where Kirk Cousins had some of his best seasons. So I think, um, it, it, I, good chance that O'Connell gets, if, if cousin stays a lot out of Kirk Cousins in this final season, uh, they've got a lot of weapons. They, they can, you know, spend some money, try to prove that defensive, you know, and, and I kind of like the Vikings, the sneaky value, especially if Aaron Rodgers doesn't end up in Green Bay. I I assume that he's going to, by the way. I think Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. That's my guess. Yeah. So I I, 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 I think he's he's staying there. I think he's not going anywhere. So um I, I honestly I I here you go, Saxy Max. I'm gonna throw ten dollars in the Vikings for you. Plus <laughs> plus five thousand. <laughs> I agree. I think the Vikings are a team that they've underperformed, and I put a lot of that on Zimmer the last couple years. This is a team that's loaded with two of the best wide receivers. Cousins is a better than average 
uh, quarterback, and they've got a stallion in Dalvin Cook. The defense needs some work, and the coaching needed some work. They addressed that. I do like the Vikings. The other team, I think, that's loaded, but we got to see what happens with the quarterback situation, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are they going to go with Kyle Trask, the rookie they drafted last year? Are they going to go get somebody? Uh, I've heard rumors of Jameis Winston maybe coming home, um, something along those lines. Uh, so Tampa Bay, with all the talent they have, uh, who's going to be the quarterback for the Bucks? Historically, uh, quarterbacks in year one in Bruce Arians' system does not do that well. It usually takes two years unless you're, you know, Tom Brady. The greatest of all time. Right, yeah, right, right. Now, Max, time. I do want to ask you, Washington Commanders are plus 5,000. You took them last season when they were only plus 4,500. Uh, no thanks. Oh, no thanks. I, 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 I man, their defense, um, similar to the Dolphins, right? It took a half a season for that defense to to kick it back into gear, and then even so, they were still shaky. Um, the one thing that they, I mean, they have going for them is that they're in the NFC East, right? Uh, who knows what the fuck's going to happen in the NFC East? Uh, we we uh, kind of like the Philadelphia Eagles' progress last year with with Jalen Hurts, but there's been rumblings that people aren't really excited about Jalen Hurts there in Philly. Like it's it blows your mind. Uh, Dallas seems like they should be a team to beat every year. They seem like they should be a team to beat plus 1600. It seems like the uh, the the books think that they should be a team to beat, but they Dallas things up, right? Uh, they, they they Jerry Jones it all over the fucking field every single fucking year. So I, I, I don't know. I think maybe Washington has a chance to um, I'm Giants. I, I they're, they're going to be trash, aren't they? I mean, the Giants are going to be trash once again. Yeah, bringing in a new head coach, I don't fucking care. They're still going to be trash. So maybe Washington can grab some wins in the NFC East. Anything is possible there. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I like the Vikings. Uh, I don't hate the Raiders, um, but I don't love the Raiders either. <laughs> I, I think at the bottom part of the board, um, so many questions about what's going on. There's not a single of these bad teams. You know, it's it's like – is there going to be a bad team that flips the script much like uh, Cincinnati did? There's always one. There's always, There's always one. one. Yeah. Um, if, if I had to guess here, oh man, the Jets. The Je- I think the, Je- the Jets probably have a pretty good season next year. Not Super Bowl bound. I'm not going to throw money for 12,500. 12, but out of these bottom dwellers, I kind of like the Jets to, to start to turn things around which I probably just doomed everyone in New Jersey who roots for the Jets. <laughs> Panther, what about you? You know, Panther, you know, you took the Saints and the Steelers. Are you thinking about doubling up on either of those teams? No, because at least with the Steelers, I thought, you know, with a healthy and slim down Ben, there was logic at least behind it. I'm hearing rumors that Landry Jones is the guy and that, that just cannot give anybody any excitement or, or anything at, at quarterback. Same with the saints. I, I don't like how things transpired there and they've got too many questions uh, at quarterback. The big thing for me is when I'm looking at a team, I'm looking at the quarterback situation. Um, so I think you, there's no way you're looking at this bottom half other than, like I said, the Vikings, I don't think there's anybody under this bottom half that you really have any confidence that could pull a Cincinnati Bengals. Um, 
I'm not going to say they have a shot at the Super Bowl, but Jacksonville knows who the quarterback is. They know who the running back is. They jettison Urban Meyer out of there. It's like things can only get better with that train wreck out of there. Just see how long it takes them to kind of fix the damage that was done. But the rest of those situations are just so stinking bleak. Um, And then, you know, you're talking about Max and Washington. The only thing I see, I've seen so many freaking memes I can't wait to see Washington with their uniforms and how many Cobra commanders we're going to see in the stands. <laughs> it's going to be their mascot, and they don't even know they did it. <laughs> I, I do have a question for you about the Detroit Lions. I mean, you once said that uh, Jared Goff and Matt Stafford are the same exact quarterback. Can, can, can Jared Goff get them to the Super Bowl this year? I think Jared Goff could have got that same Rams team to the Super Bowl. Bullshit. Listen, Jared Jared Goff accomplished in Detroit what Stafford did. It's a shit show. Oh come on, the Lions are terrible. Like I just Jared Goff had Cooper Cup as his wide receiver and 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 couldn't put up those numbers with Cooper Cup. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, just Detroit's a fucking mess. Goff is Goff is just taking up the quarterback position, I think for one more year, it's a very unique situation for teams that need quarterbacks. This is a bad year because it really isn't much in the free agency, the waiver wire to go out and grab. And this is an incredibly weak draft as far as quarterbacks go. So it'd be interesting to see uh, what this quarterback shuffle looks like this year. Yeah. And I took the, you know, preseason or not preseason. Yeah. Preseason last, last season, I took the Bucks and the Falcons, but with the Falcons only getting plus six thousand, I'm not touching it. I took, I got them with plus ten thousand five hundred. <laughs> At ten thousand five hundred, I might actually take a little another flyer on the Falcons, but uh, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but with these bottom teams, yeah, it's Minnesota, nobody else that I really love. You on the Patriots with me? I kind of like the Patriots. I do, and I don't. I plus, need plus twenty two hundred. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like, I love Belichick. Um, I just like Mac Jones. I like, like Mac, him. I like, like Mac him a little Jones. bit. Yeah, I like him a little bit. Like him, like him. No? I, yeah, I still think he's a little. He's a little bit of a weak link here. We gotta. Hopefully, he can improve in the off season. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but I mean, to Panthers' point, let's just run through this just real quickly. Kansas City, yeah, quarterback. Buffalo, quarterback. Rams, quarterback. San Francisco, two quarterbacks, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe quarterback. Yeah. Bengals, quarterback. Packers, quarterback. Dallas, quarterback. Tennessee, yeah. Denver, no. <laughs> Baltimore. Kind of, right? Former MVP, Lamar Jackson. Okay. Uh, Chargers, quarterback. Patriots, undecided. Tampa Bay, we don't know. Colts, we don't know. Cardinals, <laughs> technically, we don't know. Yeah. Saints, nope. Browns, we don't know. Philly, seems maybe. Seahawks, seems yes. Vegas, seems yes, kind of. Uh, Dolphins, mm. maybe. Mm-mm. Minnesota, Again, we we don't know if he's gonna stay. Well, whatever. Pittsburgh, no. Washington, no. Atlanta, eh, probably no. Carolina, no. Chicago, I say no. You guys say yes. Uh, Giants, we we're probably gonna say no. I don't know. Jacksonville seems yes, possibly. Jets, don't know. Detroit, well, Jared Goff's actually looking pretty good right now, <laughs> comparatively. And then the we're, Texans- gonna, we're gonna have. We're gonna have twelve to fifteen new quarterbacks in the next three years. I, I'm just saying. Look at this board right now. I, I it's it's easy to say that that the haves have and the have-nots are fucked. With that, let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. 
fastest real-time data helps you spot discrepancies between different sports books and helps users place profitable bets. Uh, the key here is different sports books. Sign up for different sports books. And guess what? You can find profits. In fact, you can find profits that average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Use the link in the description and get used to winning with Odds Jam. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, we need to flip over to the NBA. What do we got? Yeah, Uh, I got two games. Uh, Are any Band-Aids going to get ripped? I almost ripped off a Band-Aid. Uh, I almost I'm, ripping, I'm ripping it off yeah. for him. Yeah, okay, okay, good, 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 because I want that Band-Aid. going to do it? Um, oh, yeah. I, was, I was so tempted. I was so tempted. You get the minus one still. You, you want me to shut up and you guys want to bet, bet the Celtics minus one? I think, you're, I think, I think you're, you're not realizing how we're applying the Band-Aid or, mis- or removing the oh. Band-Aid. Oh, okay. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are taking, you're taking Philadelphia plus two and a half. Okay, mm. no. oh, okay. Then, then I'll shut up because I think that line's going to get a little worse. Uh, I mean, a little better for you guys. Uh, Dallas at Miami is the game I want to talk about. Luca put up 45 points in his last game, but it was not enough to power past the Clippers. Uh, that broke the Mavs winning streak, and now they're going to head to Miami, taking on a streaking Heat team. They have won five in a row. They've improved to 19 and six at home this year. Uh, Mavs made their big trade, try to improve that team around Luca, and there's a good chance he will get that help tonight. For Miami, I don't know if you saw this, they might be without Jimmy Butler. He's got a knee injury. He's marked as questionable. I do believe Tyler Hero is out. I believe I have read that he is out. So that that's why this line is like this. And I think there's a good chance the Mavs could steal this one from the Heat. So a $10 money line bet on Dallas. I think the line is like this because Luka just seems to carry Dallas every single game, win or lose. This is the guy. Um, he's going to be the best player on the floor. And Jimmy Butler, oh, man, they, they need him because Tyler Hero being out, losing both those guys puts a little bit too much pressure on the other guards. They're just not quite as elusive as Hero and Butler. But look, they still have Bam out of Bayou. And Dallas, especially with Porzingis gone, really doesn't have anybody that can contain him. I like Miami minus a three and a half. I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Heat. Mm, I'm leaning the Heat in this one. And you only have to give up three. So uh, small miracles. A leaning uh, Miami minus the three couldn't quite get there so i'll just let you two duke it out all right last one up for me memphis and new orleans uh listen you know all season i've kind of made money betting on the pelicans at home yesterday i decided to fade them and it did not work out well uh cj mccollum had a very solid game pelicans absolutely stomped on the raptors now they're going to turn back around host host the grizzlies uh top team in the southwest division um 
Memphis won five games in a row, including their last four road games. That puts their road record at 20 and nine this year. Pretty good. Not bad. Uh, kind of a surprise, though. Uh, I was looking at the numbers. Their effective field goal percentage on the road, only 50.5. It's almost 4% worse than they shoot at home. But there's a lot of things that this Grizzlies team does well, other than shooting. They rebound, they have a great assist to turnover ratio uh they continue to produce points on the fast break and and part of that is because they lead the league in blocks and steals so this is a team you know usually you look at the nba teams like oh the team that shoots well tends to win this is a team that does everything else well (laughs) and that's how they're winning and i think they're going to do all those things right tonight and get the win ten dollar money line bet on memphis Man, this Memphis team really is like the basketball version of the Cincinnati Bengals, except they really don't have the, well, there's no offensive line to compare to, but you're right. If they're fast paced, they can, they can slow it down. They can push the pace. Look at the last five games, 120, 135, 135, 132, 125. There's not a lot of teams that can keep up with that kind of offense. And like you said, the guard play, it's not just the guard play, but it's the depth of the guard play. They're four or five deep. Even if they don't have a Ja Morant, uh, they still have enough guys that go out there, pass the ball, play defense. We've been making a ton of money off this Grizzle team, and I'm banking on doing it again tonight. Ten bucks on the Grizzle. I had him at three and a half. Can I still get the three and a half? Yeah, you can still get the three and a half. Um, wow. Okay. Well, we're going to test the kiss of death once again today. I love Memphis minus the three and a half. I liked them a little bit better at the minus three, minus two and a half, but eh, whatever. I still think they win. I still think they cover probably about about six points. So ten bucks on the Grizzle. All right, that's it for me. You guys can do what you got to do with your band aids. Well, we'll wait on the band-aid. I got one more. I want, there's two that I want to talk about. Let's start with the Cleveland Cavaliers going to the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Cleveland had gotten well up until they went to take on Joel Embiid and, and Clan, and that, that didn't go well. But Atlanta, we thought they were getting right. Now they've lost four of their last five. Uh, just a little too much pressure on Trey Young. He does have the uh, – a case of the turnovers, if you will. He just turns the ball over a little bit more than I like. And John Collins is out, which means Gallinari, I think he graduated with Max. He's been around for a while. But Gallinari's the guy. He did not play well against Boston at all. I think he at least gets that correct and plays better at home tonight. Inexplicably, I don't know why I'm doing this other than the four-letter network's telling me to. Mm. I'm betting the Hawks here at home. Give me the uh, money line here, plus one and a half, or uh, excuse me, Whoa. plus 105 okay. on the Hawks. I, I like that play. I do. I have this as a, a coin flip of a game. Um, and so I, I probably give the slight advantage to the home team. The Hawks are playing really good basketball up until uh, meeting the Celtics. In fact, uh, for three quarters of that game, Trust me, I remember uh, the the uh, the Hawks were Hawks were making the Celtics sweat. It, it, you know, it came to the fourth quarter where, shockingly, the Celtics actually played basketball in the fourth quarter as opposed to when, when they usually not play basketball in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, moral support here. I, I like that Hawks play, just not enough for me to bet it. A lean on Atlanta. Hmm. Yeah, I'm leaning Atlanta here in this one too. This is a strange day. I mean, we've been banging the drum that favorites are the play, but. Today might be the day the Bucks a trend. It looks like there's a little bit of heat behind some of these underdogs. Uh, lean Atlanta. Panther, you got plus 111. Nice, nice. Yeah, if you guys looked at the scores yesterday, that was an underdog day big time. Yeah. 
Uh, one more game. Let's do rip that Band-Aid off. We've been talking about the Celtics now for a couple of weeks, playing remarkable basketball. And they're beating, you know, being some scrub teams. They're beating some better than average teams. But now they get to take on, I think, what we would all agree is one of the elites, one of the favorites to win the East and, and maybe make the finals. They've won two of the Sixers, have won two in a row. Um, they got beat up by Phoenix. They got beat by Dallas. You know, again, we're talking about elites. This is a measuring stick game for Boston. On the road at Philadelphia, they're, you know, healthy and they're riding real high here. Max, is James Harden playing tonight? I thought I heard he's out through the All-Star break. He is out through the All-Star break. And then that was my my big concern about the 76ers team right now. Is it depth. Nope. depth. I mean, they, they, they traded they a good traded chunk of their the team for, for yep. Harden, and they don't even have him. Um, I, I, I still like Philadelphia at home. Looks like it's getting worse for Boston. But I was money-lining this one. I like Philadelphia to win this game outright. Give me the 76ers plus 110. You're probably right. I mean, Joel Embiid is the best player on the court, right? He's playing MVP level. He could probably single-handedly uh, push this team to a win. I, I, I am, I'm just concerned right now of their depth. Um, they, you know, they they, uh, they did trade, um, uh, you know, uh, Curry and and Drummond. Uh, now they got Millsap, and I believe that Millsap is playing. So I mean, they will get him, and that would be a nice fit. And they've got some nice players, right? I mean, you know, this is a team that. It's still a pretty damn good team. Um, I have the Celtics winning it, but I did not trust that at all. Uh, lean the Celtics here, but you're probably right. The Sixers, this seems like a winnable game for them. I don't know if it is a winnable game. I, I do have the Celtics winning, but it's almost always by like one point, by one point, maybe two. So we're getting two and a half here. So it, not, a lot of, not, a, not a lot of room to play with, not a lot of wiggle room, but I am still going to take the 76ers plus the two and a half for 10 bucks. I believe that's it for Panther. Uh, what so. else you got, Arch? Oh, that's it. We hit on the two games I liked. Kind of a strange day. Yeah, yeah. All right, hockey. Oh, wait. Should we? Yeah, we'll do that later. Hockey. Go ahead. Ah, what? what uh, uh, Gerardo said something specifically about <laughs> basketball. We'll wait till the end. Okay, we would see that. Uh, I got two games. I know Panthers got one. Hopefully, Panther can talk to us. He was muted before. Um, don't know if he got a phone call or something. But anyway, my uh, my, my two games. Uh, Boston, New York. Uh, Boston's uh, not played their best hockey as of late, finding themselves the underdogs today against a Rangers team uh, that smacked around the Florida Panthers two weeks ago. I haven't played in two weeks. Uh, mm. You know, Rangers have been a surprise all season, though. You know, I expected them to be pretty good, but right now, kind of in a dogfight for that top spot in the Metropolitan Division. Boston, of course, sits number four in the Atlantic. They trail Florida, Tampa, and Toronto. Good luck. Good, good luck trying to get to top seed in the Atlantic right there. <laughs> um, playing hockey like they have been playing, there's no way that they get that done. Uh, injuries, suspensions, they played a role in, in their lackluster play. But as I mentioned, listen, the Rangers haven't played in two weeks, so it's either they're going to be very, very fresh or maybe a little bit rusty. I'm with the plus line hoping that Boston can take advantage of a rusty Rangers team. $10 bet on the Bruins. Uh, look, I like that play, and I think there's sound logic. I think we talked about this um, maybe yesterday about teams hadn't played in a while. So, you know, Boston just played on the 12th, and the Rangers haven't played since the 1st. Um, yeah, I, the, the Rangers being the favorite is kind of what – it's just a little too chalky. This is a 
you know, closer to an even game, if you ask me. So Boston with a pretty healthy plus line, I'll give you some moral support, but I wasn't on this game. Yeah, I'll lean Boston for the rust, but the way New York was playing going into the All-Star break, if they keep that up, then Boston's going to get killed. Probably. Uh, I'm I'm gonna tempt fate, not fate, but I'm gonna tempt this uh this this idea of rusty teams one more time, and and hopefully I hit on at least one of them. Edmonton heading to Los Angeles. Uh, you know, listen, looking at the standings uh, in the beginning of the season, we all thought the Kings were gonna be third place in the Pacific, and and you know a couple points ahead of the Oilers, right? We all saw that. So the Kings being better than the fucking Oilers. <laughs> They're another team they haven't played in uh, two weeks. Um, you know they're they're right now before before their break they were on the road so I mean they've been home for a while and now they're uh, in a city right now where dozens of Rams fans are going to be in a parade uh, you know celebrating the Super Bowl <laughs> all twelve of them uh, maybe that's going to be a little bit of a distraction Oilers coming off a win yesterday they beat the Sharks a shutout win three nothing um and uh, you know hopefully they use some of that momentum to take on that rusty Kings team so ten dollar bet on the Oilers. Again, sound logic here. The Oilers are that one team, though, that kind of lost track of what their identity is. They started the season so gung-ho with their offense, scoring, you know, damn near seven goals per game. And then they went through that little lull. We've got a coaching bump now, maybe. A coaching bump? I don't know. But what they beat 3-1 against the Islanders, 3-0 against San Jose. Uh, I'm not going to ignore the defense that they're playing. And to your point, they've played four times since the Kings last game. I think there is something about having that chemistry and being on the ice and, you know, body checking and doing that stuff. I like the Oilers here as well. I just not one that I bet. So again, moral support. Yeah. Again, the same story. If LA comes out rusty, then the Oilers have a chance, but if not, man, uh, I would be thinking LA, maybe, maybe this is an Edmonton chicken shit play. Maybe Uh, Panther, you got one more, right? I got one more, and I'm looking at the stats here going, once again, I'm probably on the wrong side of things. <laughs> looking at Washington at Nashville. Nashville is not playing very well. They've lost three of their last four. The Capitals have also lost three of their last four. But the one thing I'm noticing about the Capitals is they won their last two road games, including one against the Penguins. Uh, Nashville has been pretty decent at home, 14-8. and eight. Capitals are really good on the road, 14-5 and 4. I just trust this Nashville team just a little bit more than Washington, as, as uh, Max likes to dub them old, the, the old Capitals. Uh, I like the Predators here, minus the 135, so 10 bucks on Nashville. Yeah, some moral support here. I got this as a close one, though. Um, like 52% of the time Nashville mm. winning, mm. And, and the books are asking you for, what, 58 Something like that. Yeah, fifty-seven. Uh, yeah, it's it's just, it's a little too much for me to spend on Nashville. Some moral support here, but hey, you me- you mentioned Pittsburgh, and by the way, um, I, if you download and listen to every single episode, we did our hockey's futures, and and Panther, you were you, I think you took a value shot on 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 Pittsburgh, right? I think they were getting a nice plus line to win the cup. I believe I did. Uh, Pittsburgh playing some great fucking hockey right now, so that's looking like a genius play. So, <laughs> uh, and then being what minus three sixty versus the Flyers might be a value play on the day. Uh, but yeah, on this game, I, I like nashville just couldn't get quite get there a lean on the predators yeah i like nashville today minus 134 i i think it's right there i don't think you're quite paying too much it's right on the line take a shot nashville that is all i have for the ice all right we got a couple comments gerardo says i feel like six and a half is too much for hornets versus minnesota i i tend to agree yeah i, I, I think, think it's so. a little bit yeah i think so agreed you know uh let's see uh new york islanders money line Coming in from Iceberg. 
Islanders. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, minus 185 is a little too high for me, but I think they win this about 60% of the time. So I think I think they win that one over the Sabres. I like the Islanders too, but Buffalo has been pretty decent at home. It was just a little bit too much chalk for me. Gotcha. Uh, I would do chicken shit and take Boston plus one and a half. I, okay, that's, I prob- do that's probably, that's probably yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. Another chicken shit play coming in. I like Edmonton plus one. <laughs> he took both my plays and just did the chicken shit version of it. That's I'm fine it. with that. Yeah, He'd probably take his chicken shit parlays and make some money there. Probably, yeah. yeah. All right. We talked about NFL futures. NFL just will not die. It will never go away. Uh, we talked about NBA and NHL as well. And we talked about uh, apples, the apple tree. Max, that's it. That is it. Download the teachings app for Android iOS. Let us know anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Parlay time. Let's go with those Atlanta Hawks, the Miami Heat, and that KOD, the Memphis Grizzlies. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Give us a shout out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.